Yeah, what has this, uh, this week been like since you guys, you know, lost a coach, obviously, getting fired? I'm sure that's... Um, you know, just really having to adjust in terms of, like, more so on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, Joe is the head coach, but, like, really just been trying to plow away on Philly, you know, with the, you know, the short week and Thanksgiving and just trying to, you know, get all situated like that, you know, and then the fact that Philly, they're playing so well right now, you know, the quarterback, the offensive line receivers in the back so just really spent most of my time just getting adjusted on that and not really having time to sit down and think about too much of anything else but you know just appreciative of all the stuff Jason did for the team and organization and you know I mean just you know just thinking about Philly really coordinator gets fired I mean that's I mean you're always aware I mean like when somebody from the staff but again Joe you know again Hey, coach has to do what he again. His job is to do what he thinks best is for the team, and you know. Then we gotta move forward and just keep plugging away because Philly doesn't care. So we gotta, we gotta adjust to them. When you look at at Philly, it seems like they've kind of reinvented their offense, mm-hmm. you know, completely philo- philosophically. Do you still, you know, who are they basically? Are they the offense? Are you preparing for the offense that you saw the first seven games? Or are you preparing for the offense that has kind of grounded it out? I just think naturally, just with the, the way you do, you look at all the tape. That's, that's our job to look at all the tape. But when you're game playing for a team, especially this late in the season, you're really going back, referencing probably the last four or five games. That's a normal uh, breakdown in terms of what we have the guys break down. I can have it thoroughly uh, broken down and pick those games, but really what you're seeing right now is that the, you know the, the the ball the the offense is going through the quarterback and there's more of an emphasis to run the ball. You know, like what you would think for most teams in this division, like you know whether it's the Cowboys, where it's what we're trying to do and trying to get the run game going, and they're doing a good job with it. And they cause a lot of you know um, confusion or just a lot. They put a lot of stress on you with how they're running the ball because of the fact the quarterback can run the ball and they're and it's running through him. How much did you miss Logan last week? And if you don't have him back this week, mm-hmm. how much will you miss him this week? I mean, anytime you have a, a player of Logan's caliber, you know, you're, you're, you're going to miss him somewhat. You know, so, I mean, again, the, the, the level of how much we missed him, I mean, we, we like to have all our weapons out there, you know, to play a game. But, you know, the thing is, like, he was out for whatever reason, and we just have to move forward going ahead with that, and then we'll see what happens this week. But, you know, when he gets back, he'll be ready to go. I know that. I'll trust that. But we will always welcome that back, you know, whether it's the experience, the communication part of it, the tackling part of it, the coverage of it. You know, anytime it's a good player like that, you're going to miss it somewhat. I mean, and you just got to adjust off of it. What message does the firing of Jason send to the rest of the coaching staff, if any? Um, I I mean, again, yeah, I mean, I don't know about message. I just know like this, you know, and it's been laid out like since I've been coaching football period, you know, like we we get judged based on how our guys play and all that stuff like that. So we got to do a good job there. Um, We all know what we signed up for. Um, This is a business. And, you know, like every day I come in thinking, hey, you could be fired. I mean, that's just part of it. I've always thought that way. I was a QC, graduate assistant at Wagner. Um, it's just the nature of the business, I think, just uh, coaching football, um, especially at this level, you know, again. So, like, I mean, I don't know the message for me. Per- I can't speak for the other coaches, but for me personally, I mean, that's how I kind of operate in my day to day, you know, just knowing that I'm accountable for my job, I got to do my job, and my job this year and last three year, last three years, been defensive coordinator. One in Miami, one, two, uh, one here, and it's my second year at the Giants. So I'm responsible for the defense, and you know I got to do a good job. And obviously last week we didn't do a good enough job. So 
hopefully this week we do a better job and you know compete and go out there and you know give us, us a chance to win. So, but the message, I mean, I don't think it changes. Not for me personally. It's, it's, I've always been like that. You know, just like I would assume for you guys in New York City, you guys. I mean, it's, it's different. It's higher stakes, man. It's different. <laughs> you know, it's higher stakes. That's just how it is. And we sign up for that because there's good and bad. But if you like living on that edge a little bit, like you like it. <laughs> Pat, when, when you face a team like Philly, which is pound on the rock, can you reinvent yourself to, like, you know, play more for defensive linemen, play heavier and things like that? You can. The thing you got to be careful of with a team like this is, you know, you, you don't want to do too much. If you do too much and then they start adjust, like, again, I'm not – it's just – it's like when you're – when I was in college coaching and you go against the option team. It's just if you start doing too much, you're going to spend too much time adjusting, and then the next series they're going to be on to something different. So the thing we got to do, I think we got to put our best run defenders out there, all right, and that's where we, it has to start, stopping the run, put our best run defenders out there and um, react to the pass game. And um, But in terms of the personnel group, it'll change. It'll, we'll mix it up a little bit, but you can't do too much because you don't want to have this guy doing a different job on every other play when the plays could vary from series to series. You've seen you've seen game breakers at wide receiver this yeah. year already, and even at tight end. Yeah. And at least from our vantage point, you've adjusted to that. Yeah. Has Devontae Smith gotten to that level where <laughs> you will treat him as if you treated the other big-time playmakers you face this year? I would say this. I mean, this guy is what he was advertised um, coming out of college. I mean, he's an elite-level player. I mean, he's really, really good. Um, I mean, I remember the knock being his size, but I could see there's probably two or three touchdowns where people bounce off of him and he scores. I mean, his toughness shows up on the tape, whether it's in the pass game, run after catch, um, the gadget plays they give him. But also is blocking. I mean, I, I, again, the re receiver's coach uh, name uh, escapes me right now, but those guys block, and he's part of that. And I think they do a good job there. So, you know, he's tough, he's physical, and then his receiving skills are up there with anybody in the league that we've seen so far. So I'm, I've been very impressed with him. And I'm, and unfortunately, we're going to have to deal with him for whatever many years on this contract in this division. So. <laughs> always talk on the offensive side of the ball like how valuable a good offensive line is so from Monday night and this Sunday is probably two of the best in the league just yeah. how much of a challenge is that to go against a line like that it's, it's a challenge and I would say more so because of how well they're playing together you know when you got a group I've always thought offensive line you could have one star player here and you, you have you assemble four star players or five star players there but if they don't play well together then it's a problem the thing I'm seeing on tape, and I know Coach Stout, and I mean, just I don't know him personally, but I respect him as an offensive line coach. I think he's one of the best in the league. They do a, such a good job. It's a big challenge. It's a big challenge. Just like last week, the whole line, they play well together. It's a big challenge, you know, because you're trying to find, you know, cracks in the wall or wherever it is, and, you know, but it, it's hard because they, they, they're able to pass stuff off. They're playing um, um, in unison together, but it's, it's a big challenge. How did Julian play last week? Julian, I mean, he out there competing. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple plays he would want back, just like a couple calls I would want back, you know. But he out, he competed, played hard the whole time, made some tackles when we needed it. Um, 
uh, had pass breakup there, did a good job there, but Julian's always ready to go, you know, in a combination of his defensive plays and his special teams plays, you know, nine, I think it was over 90 plays for this guy. I mean, like, I mean, that was a big, he stepped up big for us. He stepped up big for us, and, you know, I'm sure he wishes we got the win, but we didn't, but, you know, there's always room for improvement, always room for improvement. After the game, uh, Leonard Williams said, like, he didn't play well enough. Yeah. The other day, James Bradbury said, I didn't play up to my standard. Is a little bit of where you guys are at right now, you need your big guys to play the way you need them to play? The way that – I think we, we might have talked about this early in the year. The way the NFL is set up – and this is my opinion and just this is how I learned it, but, like, your guys that, you know, you know, your best players have to play well. Your best players have to play well. And, you know, um, I know that. Like, when, we, we, when we're going good, like, it's, our best players are playing well. So, you know, I'm sure there's plays they want back and stuff, but it's not all on them. It's not, you know, it's definitely not all on them. So I know those guys got a lot of pride. I know they got a lot of pride. That's probably why they said that. But I'm sure there's few plays they want back. But in order to win games in this league, the guys that, you know, that you see as the star players, they, they have to play well. They have to play well because, you know, how, whatever you want to look at the salary cap, however you want to look at it, they, they got to play well in order for you to be successful. Why do you think James hasn't played at the same level he did last year? Uh, I, I mean, again, each year is so different right there. Um, I think JB, you know, JB's had really good games um, this year. He's got guys handling some balls. He's doing a good job of tackling. I just think that, you know, there might be a couple plays, one here, there, off that, he, that he probably wants back, probably something. I mean, I probably could put him in a better position there on me. So, but, you know, it's a long season. I know we're halfway, we're over halfway through it, but like, we still got room to grow. We're just trying to improve, but, you know, JB works hard. He works hard every day out here in practice and everything's going to come together. Everything will come together. Better does Jalen Hurts look to you than he did earlier in the year? <laughs> he looks pretty good. I mean, he, he looks pretty good. He's, I mean, I think, the smart thing about it, not smart, I'm not saying it wasn't smart before about what they were doing, but like the run game setting up the passing game for them. I mean, the play action shots, you watch the the plays, they're, how they're pushing the ball down the field off the play action. I mean, it's 35 yards a game for some of that stuff right there. So I think obviously the way um, the coach, <clears throat> excuse me, is setting up everything off of the run game is going, you know, it opens it up for the passing game. And then in the run game, I mean, he's all, he's always been able to run the ball. I mean, this guy's big, strong from what I remember seeing at Alabama and Oklahoma when I watched college football. But what I'm seeing in terms of his improvement, there's definitely a confidence out there. There's definitely a confidence throwing the ball. He's sitting back there, getting the ball out on time, uh, throwing to the receivers, um, you know, before they're open, like, you know, throwing them open a little bit. You know, I thought that's that's the thing that's showing up there. But like most young players, especially at that position, you got to learn to play with some anticipation. And that comes through work, you know, practice and having success on the field. Then he becomes more confident doing what the coaches are asking him. So the thing that I'm seeing most drastically is, again, the, the combination of the run game, setting up the pass game and his improvement in terms of confidence, which comes from having some success. So.